You no, just I didn't. You just assaulted me. You I've got did. witnesses. We told I've you to hand over the phone. I have got witnesses. You handed it to her. I tripped over you. You pushed That's me what down in my own home. No, I didn't. You absolutely environment. That's all. If what you do anything fuck? to my son, you will pay. All right. That is the shocking arrest of a 21-year-old journalist. It was carried out by the New South Wales Police Counter-Terrorist Unit. The unit that was set up to stop lone wolf terrorists, not to protect politicians from accountability. It's the arrest of Friendly Geordie's producer Christo. And in my opinion, it's a blatant abuse of power and an affront to free speech that should concern all of us. Now, Mark Davis from Xenophon Davis is representing uh, Jordan Shanks and also Christo in their action against the Deputy Premier. And he joins us on the program. Mark, thank you for your time. Thanks, Mark. It's pretty dramatic audio, mate. You know, I've been watching it as video, but it, it stands up as audio. You get the picture of what's going on there. I mean... I have a concern. I'm a journalist, Mark, and uh, I've, uh, you know, I've aired some of Jordan's work. I've worked in collaboration with him and Christo on a number of stories. And look, I understand that if a, a deputy premier feels, or any politician or anybody for that matter, feels they've been defamed by a journalist, there are ways to go about clearing your name. Uh, we have freedom of the press in this country. And uh, the deputy premier, quite rightly, has taken court action in regards to some of the allegations made against him. I don't want to talk about that specifically, but I am concerned in relation to this arrest. How did this arrest come about? And also, my understanding is that there's an arrest warrant out also for Jordan Shanks. I first became aware of it actually a few weeks ago. That's when I first sort of met the boys. There was an arrest warrant um, for Jordan, or rather police had come to his house. Yeah. Um, They asked me to call the police and find out what it was. Now, to my great surprise, I was put through to the fixated persons unit. Um, Now, at that time, they then said they had a warrant, but they weren't going to issue it. Now, that's quite a thing to say to a journalist. You know, we've got a warrant from the fixated persons unit, but they're not going to execute it. We're just going to leave it hanging over you pretty much, right? I asked them if they, they withdraw it to advise me if they wanted to. Um, execute it, Mm. I'd come in with Jordan. Now, clearly, wiser heads within the police department went, this mightn't work very well, you know, using a a part of the counter-terrorism command to intimidate or arrest a journalist. Now, so they let it lie. And what happened was poor old Christo was coming back from university. He goes to the conservatorium behind Parliament House. He happens upon John Barillaro and films him and says, why are you suing us, Mr. Barillaro? Where's that effect? And he's done this before. He, he, he's done it before. He did this before at a, at a function <clears throat> that was being yeah. held by the Nationals. It's not against the law for journalists at public events, at functions, to question politicians. They are in the public yeah. eye. Well, I mean, this is precisely it. He's not outside the guy's house. He's not outside, you know, photographing his kids or something, right? He's completely respected Barillaro's privacy and, 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 and distance. Let's not mince words. Friendly Geordies have been very aggressively pursuing uh, issues yes. related to, to the Deputy Premier. Christo himself has seen the Deputy Premier twice. Now, he's been charged with stalking John Barillaro. 
Christo has seen him twice, mm. both in public settings and both times asking legitimate uh, questions. Now, so within hours of that event, within hours of that event, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the police are at his door. He's thrown onto the ground. He's handcuffed. I mean, when you these are these are fairly common charges. Right? Often in in domestic uh, um, settings or ABO settings, you know, sure. domestic violence settings, mm-hmm. you can be these charges can be laid upon you without you being taken into custody. You can be asked to come to the police station. You wouldn't be on the ground. You wouldn't be in handcuffs. You certainly wouldn't be in a, a cell with your shoes removed for six hours and questioned as he was. It would just be, well, let's let's put this before a judge. If someone's made a complaint, I can assume, or can only assume, it's the Deputy Premier has made a complaint. Uh, okay, get before a judge. Now, what, of course, as we heard in the audio you played, yep. not only was he arrested... His home was invaded after he was arrested. All of that highly dramatic audio of the women screaming yeah. was after Christo was arrested. And they're in his house and his mother's on the ground and she's being, well, well, well we might ho- hold back on what actually happened. The mother says she was assaulted, as does his girlfriend. Um, and they are utterly traumatised. Let's just talk about, I mean, I'm, I'm on thin ice. I, don't, I can't talk too much about the case. I understand, yes. I can talk about the mother and the girlfriend and uh, what happened to them. They are utterly traumatised. This is an ordinary Australian family sitting at home together, you know, watching, you know, actually I should find out what they're watching. They're watching TV. Within minutes, there's, you know, six cops at the door and then things are breaking in their house and they're being injured. My, uh, my... My question, uh, and again, I, I understand you're only at liberty to sort of answer uh, a few things here, but let me just put a couple of questions to you and we'll see how we go. Um, now, Christo is obviously a witness for Jordan in the defence against John Barillaro's defamation proceedings. Yes. So automatically, uh, I'm not a lawyer, although I've studied law to a, to a small degree. My mind is this is almost an attempt to intimidate a witness or perhaps an attempt to interfere with a witness, surely? It, it, it puts us in a very difficult... We are now <clears throat> acting for friendly Geordies in the, uh, in the defamation uh, proceeding. Uh, an answer uh, is expected, uh, the first sort of answer is expected from us soon. Mm. We're in a bit of a quandary here. How can we answer a civil action uh, concerning uh, um, actions and reports made about the Deputy Premier, when at the very same time, one of the principals uh, is facing criminal uh, charges for the very same events. You cannot go into a civil court uh, without the risk of prejudicing yourself in a criminal proceeding. And I reiterate that there is still, in my belief, an active warrant against Jordan Shanks. So they can't... Yeah. speak publicly uh, uh, without, uh, in defence of the defamation allegations, they can't speak publicly without possibly either breaching Christo's bail or or um, uh, forcing the, the police to, to, to arrest Jordan. How, in my how, mind... As lawyers, yeah. how can we defend yeah. them in a civil suit? How? 
Well, it's almost as if the course of justice has been perverted. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Just to another issue here, the statement uh, that was made to police, I've seen a copy of it. It's, uh, It's been published on social media, at least. And that is... Uh, some of the allegations made by the Deputy Premier don't seem to be backed up by video evidence of the alleged incident. In particular, uh, the approach of the Deputy Premier outside of, uh, of the university grounds. Um, you know, there's, a suge- there's a suggestion in the police facts that, yeah. uh, that uh, Christo stalks uh, John Barillaro at a state funeral. Mm-hmm. Now, we emphatically deny that and we welcome our day in court. We are asking police, get the CCTV. There is no shortage of it. This is the most filmed area. It's around around Parliament House. There are Mm -hmm. half a dozen CCTV monitored, being monitored constantly around there, around Hyde Park and the statues and things. Uh, We're we're putting the cards on the table. We know uh, Christo was not there. Christo was at the other end of the park. He, He didn't even know about the funeral. He didn't even know Barilaro was there. He stumbled upon Barilaro going back to his own car, right. and he filmed the entire incident. So I, 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 I need to be cautious in what yep, I say. Sure. I can say that, that there appears to be a very large uh, truth gap, if you like, between what what information has been given to the police and what the video evidence and other evidence uh, um, in. in in Christos. Uh, all right, Mark. Uh, I will leave it there for now. Uh, we'll talk in the future and we'll follow uh, all developments. I mean, it's not every day, of course, that the Deputy Premier uh, is forced to engage in this kind of action. It's good to have you on, Mark, and we'll talk further. I appreciate it. Thanks, Max. Bye-bye. All right, there he is from Xenophon Davis Lawyers, Mark Davis, representing Friendly Geordies.